0: Hi everyone, Sandman here. So I recently finished watching a two-part movie called Nymphomaniac about a sex-crazed woman that rides the cock carousel her entire life. For her, sex is the ultimate drug and the defining experience of her entire existence. This film is about a nymphomaniac telling her story to a 60-year-old man who is a virgin and also a man going his own way. Essentially, the story is about the interactions between a woman riding the cock carousel her entire life and a man who has absolutely no interest in women whatsoever. She's telling him her story, and he says he can be the best judge because he has no sexual desires, and therefore he can remain the most unbiased as possible. Regarding his own life, he's more interested in reading books and fly fishing. He did try masturbation when he was younger, but it did absolutely nothing for him, so he stays asexual throughout most of his life. If you don't want spoilers, then please go and watch the film before continuing with this review video. It's just a warning that I'm about to give you the entire story here, so let me move forward if you're ready. There are tons of holes in the script, and the film is kind of a place where many actors' careers go to die. The film's supporting cast includes Uma Thurman, Christian Slater, and Shia LaBeouf, all sporting the worst English accents since Angelina Jolie in Tomb Raider. The only good actor in this group was Uma Thurman. When the nymphomaniac, called Joe in the movie, ends up stealing Uma Thurman's husband, Uma Thurman's character goes over to her apartment and tries to shame her as well as her husband. And she says that Joe has ruined at least five or six lives in the process, including her children. I thought that this was the best scene in the film because it shows the damage that riding the cock carousel truly does in our society. More often than not, women have power over men's hearts and can often ruin families, destroy men emotionally, and leave others to pick up the pieces. Not to mention the fact that riding the cock carousel only increases the prevalence of sexually transmitted diseases in our society. The film also doesn't really talk too much about sexually transmitted diseases and pretends like they don't even exist. Anyone sleeping with thousands of people throughout her lifetime, like Joe, the main character, would probably have more green slime than the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oozing out of her insides. The film also tries to skirt around STDs as much as possible, by being set in the 50s, 60s, as well as the 70s, before the time AIDS and HIV were prevalent. But I believe there were also parts of this film that are set in the 1980s as well as 1990s. There's a certain level of obscurity in this film that is basically unexplainable. The character played by this asexual MGTOW is completely wrong a man with no sexual interest in women would probably see women for what they really are his entire life. When Joe tells him about her life story, about having sex with up to ten men every single night, he says that her life is a fight against the gender that has been oppressing women for thousands of years. A man as well-read as him in this particular film, and as intelligent as him, would surely see that women are the real oppressors. Extracting financial resources and emotionally draining men for centuries, From the standpoint of trying to capture the essence of the intellect of an asexual MGTOW, this film fails completely. But trying to capture the standpoint of an unempathetic carousel-riding woman, this story is fairly accurate. Except with perhaps the number of men that she sleeps with. I don't honestly think that sleeping with thousands of men is biologically possible. The story does mention that her internal organs are so badly scrambled that they start bleeding all of the time. But what I got from this was the glorification of women riding the cock carousel and reducing all men to beasts that want nothing but sex, yet at the same time saying that women that want nothing but sex are perfectly fine. In fact, this film glorifies the very idea of female nymphomania. A male nymphomaniac is acceptable if he's Mick Jagger, Gene Simmons, or some other rock star. However, a female nymphomaniac can have a normal life and still go out and fuck dozens of men in a single night and return home to her family. And the female lead, Joe, played mainly by Stacy Martin, shows a complete lack of empathy when she's having sex with men and doesn't seem to care about them and only seems to care about her own sexual satisfaction. The one scene that really stuck in my head was when she offered sex to a man on a train, but he turns her down because he's trying to get pregnant with his wife and wants to save his sperm for his wife because she's in the process of ovulating. But Joe doesn't seem to care much and decides to give him a blowjob so that she can win a bag of chocolate. You see she's competing with her friend to see who can have more sex with men on that particular train. The winner gets a bag of chocolate. This film seems to glorify the idea that women have the ability to express their sexuality, no matter how deprived it is, and they can get away with it and the consequences no matter what happens to everyone else. The complete lack of empathy you see in her actions are similar to those that I see in the faces of many females today. Yesterday I spoke about a girl that was taking advantage of men by getting them to purchase her dinner, and she had absolutely no remorse about it. And she has zero problems taking their money. If you took sex right out of this movie and put in a woman that was interested in taking advantage of men financially, then you would have probably had a far more realistic assessment of what female nature is all about. Better yet, they should make a film about a man that was taking advantage of women financially. I wonder how well that would fly in the popcorn movie audiences. Or would feminists come in and say that men aren't allowed to behave like women, but women are allowed to behave like men? Nymphomaniac is about women having the right to be as promiscuous as they assume that all men are. But most men that I know have never even had 10 sexual partners. Yet I've met dozens of women that have had at least a few dozen sexual partners. So maybe there's some truth to many women being empowered nymphomaniacs. I also didn't like the way Joe, the main character, wrestles the idea of love. She has what seems to be a loving relationship with her father, but I think if she actually had a loving relationship with her father, she wouldn't be fucked up about sex. The film gives a ridiculous excuse for the reasons why she becomes a nymphomaniac to begin with. Everything from each of the men that she sleeps with being part of some giant choir singing a different part of a gigantic musical piece, to the notion that the first time she had sex she was thrust into three times and then five times which are the early numbers of the Fibonacci sequence of numbers. So because of that, she has to have more sex with more men, and basically increases the Fibonacci sequence using her vagina and sexuality. I think the reason she wanted more and more sex was because she was unable to experience love. And like I've talked about in the past, a woman, or even a man for that matter, has only three or four relationships in their life, and then their ability to love starts to get impaired. Joe had so much sex in her life that love was no longer something that was possible for her. Maybe the only man that she ever loved was her father, and his death in the film hits her hard because she knew that after that point, she would no longer be able to love again. But she does seem to love again. Towards the end of the film she meets a young teenage girl and trains her to become a sexual deviant for the purposes of extorting money from wealthy men. And this girl reminds Joe of herself when she was younger. It's almost like she's loving herself by loving this girl. It's almost like sexual narcissism. It's like a 40-year-old version of Patrick Bateman in American Psycho sleeping with a 20-year-old version of himself and getting off on it. And yet, this film tries to portray the lesbian love scenes as completely visual and emotionally satisfying. This film is incredibly graphic and looks like a porno half the time because you see full sexual organs. But apparently, the body parts are all makeup or body doubles and the celebrities or pseudo-celebrities in this film didn't actually have sex together even though it actually looks like they have. I don't think there's anything more unsettling than seeing the penis of Shia LaBeouf. I didn't even think he had one after all those Transformers movies, and especially after that terrible Indiana Jones film. I think this is the first time I've seen such graphic sexuality in a film that has so many Hollywood stars in it, and I think the only person this film is going to help in the long run with regards to their career is the young actress Stacey Martin that plays Joe. She did an absolutely fantastic job bringing together her character for over half the film. I think the only reason producers brought in familiar North American actors was because they were trying to get the attention of the North American audience to sell DVDs and possibly ticket sales. Anyways, in the last scene of this film, the MGTOW man, played by Stellan Skarsgård, finishes hearing her story, puts her to bed so that she can go to sleep, and then returns after a few minutes and actually tries to have sex. She says no, and then he returns and says he's a virgin, and he says that she's had sex with thousands of men in her life, and basically he's expecting her to have sex with him. She gets pissed off, the screen goes blank, and then we hear a gunshot and her leaving the apartment. The obvious idea is that she kills him instead of letting him violate her. So the MGTOW ends up becoming a mangina, and for whatever reason, she turns on him. But I don't think he was a MGTOW in the first place. I think he was just listening to her story so that he could gain her trust and so that she would basically let him sleep with her. After not being in relationships myself for over a year, I now realize the deception that women employ to get what they want. Now I know what it's like to be a teenage girl with a guy trying to hump your leg. Except in my case, the women are trying to dry hump my wallet instead. Another interesting thing about the end of this film got me thinking about other films. If you watch most slasher films where a woman is killed by a killer, the camera always usually cuts away before you see the violence inflicted on a woman. A Nymphomaniac, by cutting to black when Joe kills her would-be MGTOW lover, the film ends by saying that Skarsgård's character is like the woman, and the Nymphomaniac Joe is like the man. But would audiences have tolerated this film if this was a man that was killing a woman in the last scene of the film, and then basically left the building? Anyways, that's all I've got to say for today. Thank you everyone for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.